right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Dreaming in F Minor. My name is Mike Roop, and I am so happy that you're here. I have a wonder, wonderful, wonderful episode for you today. Singer, songwriter, producer, incredible guitarist, and someone who is on their way to the tippity top of the music industry, uh, Mr. Paul Childers is with us today. Coming at you through Zoom from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, this is just a wonderful, wonderful conversation, um, especially for other artists and musicians that are currently making their way up in their career. And coming from somebody like Paul, who's been successful in that world, I think a lot of the things he talks about is completely invaluable. And I think you all are really going to like it. It's just great to get more of an introspective view from such a great artist like Paul as well um, about his work and his thought processes. So I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. So as you can tell, I'm pretty excited to get into this interview today. But real quick, let me tell you about Simple Equations Media. Uh, We are a full-service audio and video production company located here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, Pre-production through post-production. Anything film, TV, video related, we can absolutely handle for you. We also make music here. We can compose for your film or TV commercial, possibly. You can come in and we can record your music. Anything you need to do, anything you want to do, we're here for you and we can absolutely help you out. Make sure to head over to the website, simpleequationsmedia.com, and make sure to reach out to us on all the social media platforms. We're all out there. Um, Just search Simple Equations Media. You're bound to find us. But um, also on that note, Make sure to head over to the Dreaming in F Minor Facebook page uh, at Dreaming in F Minor. Same with Instagram at Dreaming in F Minor. Uh, started a Patreon if you would like to support me there. Other than that, I'm just super, super excited to bring you this interview today. So let's just jump right into it with the great and powerful, the mighty Paul Childers. All right, and welcome everybody into the interview portion today. Uh, with me, I'm so excited to bring you... Uh, an old friend of mine uh, from from my my Nashville time, uh, wonderful singer songwriter uh, producer and amazing human being, Mister Paul Childers is with us today. How you doing? Hey brother, you doing all right, man? Doing good, doing good, doing good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you for doing it. Um, you uh, you're always busy doing something, so it's, it's <laughs> I'm glad we could we could find the time to 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 get you in here. So absolutely, anytime, my friend. For sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, um, we were just talking before before we started uh, before we started rolling here. You just got back from Wisconsin, playing a show up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, the trio and I have kind of spent this summer reacclimating ourselves to the road and to crowds and to. Nice. Honestly, I didn't think at the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was saying like, "Yeah, it'll be probably spring 2022." Yeah. But the it was definitely summer 2021 where we we dove right back in and it's been um it's been probably busier than I've been on the road. I mean, I I've been begging for days off and like studio time and wow. and whatnot. So it's it's been somewhat of a blessing. Yeah. No, that's great, man. Um I definitely I definitely noticed that that you were you were able to to get back on it like much quicker than a lot of people. Well, and oddly enough, there were like opportunities available. If you could say yes to something that was like right down the track, like, hey, could could you pull this off? Mm -hmm. You're given an opportunity that's generally bigger than your britches. Right. And so they're like, hey, yeah, you're on this stage because you're the one that said yes first. You know, it's it's been a really weird backdoor way (laughs) to get on some bigger stages and to because my main thing now is like I really want to commit to what to my songs. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't mean that ostentatiously. It's just, I, 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 I'm, I want to move away from, yeah, he's the, the super guitar guy that sounds kind of like Stevie Ray Vaughan sometimes right. <laughs> and instead of like, no, he's, it's Paul Childers and his songs, right, right. you know, and, and finding stages that allow us to do that. Yeah. That's really great. So I, I guess, are you still kind of uh, touring with the black tie affair then? So that iteration is, ha- ha- it's, dormant at the moment okay um the black tie affair was kind of my 
we dress up in suits and really put on like this very classy articulate show that doesn't necessarily change much. It's, it's a, it's a really what functions like a clock. It just ticks. It works. Mm. And the, what is now it's just, I'm just kind of being Paul Childers. It allows me a little more freedom Mm. to have songs that sound like anything. Cause okay. I, I'm influenced by everything I hear every day. If I yeah. hear something that's got somewhat of a jazzier feel, I was like, I can write a song like that. Sure. Or something mm-hmm. with a classical uh, nature or something that rocks, you know, like not being afraid or being typecast. The black tie yeah. affair felt like it was locked in this blues world. Mm. Uh, I do think it's going to come back. We will do it again. Yeah. Um, but for now it's more of this uh, just, musical melange just so many different things coming together and making whatever this sound is nice yeah because i mean yeah that that was definitely from the from the the shows that i used to to catch it was super blues heavy and you definitely had like uh a theme it was like yeah uh, yeah with 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 the, with the suits and everything which was really really cool but it's kind of cool to also to hear that you're kind of branching and kind of becoming your own thing. You're growing your hair long, which I love. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, Absolutely. Yeah. That was the, you know, the, it started by saying, well, I'm not allowed to get a haircut. Mm. And then it turned to, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, like you and I knew each other originally, we met when I was making naked poetry, which yes. is my first like proper studio mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that cover, wearing the suit, that band was the Black Tie Affair band. Right. Um, and and yeah, it, it felt like an era. But for me, like when it comes to making an album, I love saying, okay, we've brought it to here. Let's not keep going on this path. Let's step over and search for a new one. Mm-hmm. Because the thing that the all the albums will sound, you know, they're always going to sound like me because it's me. Yeah. You know, just because, you know, you change a band member here or you add elements this way or like, like it's even gotten to a point where on the the last record, every, the way I voiced certain chords was like, oh, I'm going to do it this way because on the last record we did it. It, Just weird Mm -hmm. idiosyncrasies that just kept changing. And I'm like, luckily my fans so far let me. No one's been like, I hate what you've become. (laughs) No, no, it's (laughs) definitely just growing. Yeah. No, it's absolutely still you. You know, but um, that's definitely something I wanted to talk about just because there was a, there was a progression there that that happened. And I, I don't know how to really articulate it quite. You know what I mean? Maybe it was just the little details where you were intentionally like trying to kind of do something a little different or, yeah. you know, or, or what it was because it, it comes off much more. Um, oh, uh I don't know if, if darker is the proper way to say it, but like, um, I don't know, something, a name like secondary colors seems to work so well because it feels like, a it, it, I don't know. It's really, really, I was actually hoping you could kind of tell me, I guess, kind of what that <laughs> is, you know what I mean? More than anything, because, because you certainly, it feels warm. It feels soulful. You know what I mean? And not that the, the first record did not but, um, cause it's, it's certainly, it certainly did, but it, it feels like, it feels deeper, you know? Yeah. Well, thanks for one. Thanks for saying that because that's oh, yeah. exactly what I wanted. Oh, cool. um, you know, you know, when they say like, it's always important to have a, like if a band has a record that comes out and it does well, this, the, the sophomore attempt yeah. is a big deal. It's gotta yeah. be really good. You know, mm-hmm. um, I've always liked that term, not because there's a lot of pressure on your second release, but because that is exactly what it is. It's sophomoric, just mm. like the next one will be like junior. And then see, you're, you're growing. Right. That's all. I mean, I got older um, between the recording of secondary colors and the naked poetry record. We toured Europe twice, um, really just toured in general. Mm. And it, it changed my perspective on grooves and rhythm and the things that made people dance and move and sing and laugh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think my, my, the first record was really about me and my life because that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. And then this record was more about my place, my life in the in this world. Who you How are does now, it fit into maybe, yeah. the, you know the, this the, the, our, our as human beings, how do I fit into this? Right. You know? Right. Um, 
not to get like metaphysical or anything, but it's just, yeah, like you well, start it can be to, a, it can you, be a very metaphysical thing. You know what I mean? Just that kind yeah. of internal progression is pretty metaphysical thing. And yeah. every day I practice. So right. uh, hopefully I would be getting better at guitar, oh, better for at sure. singing, yeah, better yeah. at writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully that was that, like I would, you know, if someone says your best works behind you, I don't know if I'd be able to handle that. Right. <laughs> like you're never going to top this or that. Like, Oh, what really yeah yeah <laughs> well, then what's the point you know um and the reality is there's no winning or losing there's just change i think if mm-hmm. you're not changing you're dying yeah and um actually which i, I don't know if you're much of a tool fan but um but, <laughs> but i love uh, some math rock yeah yeah um but uh but maynard the the the, the front man you know he he definitely speaks to that a lot because he got a, quite a bit of kind of uh, blowback because in the early tool days it was basically just like uh alternative metal he was just screaming his head off you know what i mean and when it mm-hmm. what, as it progresses through his career you know he becomes much more he, he's not screaming his head off quite as much you know what i mean he's he's getting more um uh i guess metaphysical and kind of esoteric and just kind of out in the in the in the badlands or something you know what i mean and um <laughs> and and you know, in that was his response exactly is that, you know, like I'm, you know, he was doing that in his earlier career to, to, to work through something. That's why he was screaming. That's why he was going through this. And when he got through it, he was progressing. Like this is, should be a natural progression in the, in the music, you know, and it's hard with, in, in, with, with bands and artists because we fall in love with like their early stuff. And then, you know, yes. they, they progress as human beings and we resent them for it. You know what I mean? And, it- but the relationship that we have with our favorite artists is so it's fragile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because yeah. yeah, like there are certain eras and records, like some of my favorite artists records that I love are the ones everyone else hates, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but it's the one that is the, usually the deepest or more morose or more introspective. And right. the reality is they end up, you know, having a triumph of an album after that or something. Mm-hmm. You don't get to those without going deep into the caverns of yourself and, Right. And making what some people would call like a, a boring record or a record that doesn't hit or mm. doesn't have any hits on it. You right. know, that's okay. That like yeah. I, I, again in the in the soundbite world of you're you know, if you're not if you're not constantly looking for number one, you're not doing it like that's not right. true. I just don't think right. that matters uh like we think it does or like mm. social media maybe maybe makes it sound like it does. Yeah, and we certainly are a victim to that too. You know, we're we're you know we we have nothing. You know, we have, we we can't really do much about you know what the, the the general population is saying about what your music should be like and everything. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, there's you're never going to con- control the conversation. Right. Exactly. But I mean, I think you know, and introspective is a good way to put it because I feel like that's definitely kind of what happened with with your with secondary colors but you also have those bangers you know what i mean you still have Thank you. you still have the slappers <laughs> that are, you know that that everybody you know that everybody's you know grooving to they're like you know it's yeah it's still there it still has that paul childers like um very uh re- re- relatable very um connected you know sound and thank you uh, man yeah, so it's uh, congratulations on it. Like I wasn't there when you were recording it. I wish I was, but um, yeah, it's, <laughs> the process it's awesome. completely changed too, yeah. which I think you know led into the, the 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 of it sounding different from the previous record as how the records now. Like you know, because of COVID, we've been tracking yep. remotely in certain ways, which changes that process too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I yeah, it, it was such a fun process. Like looking back on it, yeah, it was just joyful. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that you can kind of hear it on some of those tracks. You can just mm-hmm. you can feel the room as much as you can like hear the lyric. Right. Right. Because like the studio itself becomes a character in the records. Yeah. You know? Like like it lives in this place that it was made. Yeah, I can, I can you, you really can. And that's one great thing. And I think that's, you know, we got to give a shout out to to Ace as well, because I feel like. Oh, he's, man, he's yeah. a, he's a shaman. Yeah, he really is a shaman for sure, <laughs> um, and and I feel like you know um, he certainly this is knows Ace how to Lutz Ace Lutz. Yeah, about. yeah, Nick yeah. Nick Ace Lutz, um, engineer producer of of both 
right? I mean, he, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he is doing the, the new one with me now. Like yeah. we are brother in arms, just, yeah. uh, yeah, just you, in the trenches are, together. Every an day. unstoppable force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, he definitely has a way of, of bringing out cause he knows the walls of County Q so well that like mm-hmm. he really knows how to bring out the best in it. And then you can hear it when you listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. County Q Nashville is a very special place. Um, yeah. You know, it's a small studio, but the sounds, it, it, it's just a, it's a sandbox that can create any track, any sound, any style. Right. Uh, everything I bring to that room gets altered in there. Yeah. Just be, just because I play differently there. I feel, mm-hmm. I, I even write differently there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with Ace at the, not only is he, you know, working the board, but he's got a rhythmic background. So yeah. he's all about, you know, like he and I sit down together at the beginning and he tells me whether or not a song is shitty or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. much the like, yes, that, that, that has the bones go finish yeah. it or, uh, you know, and of course I've been sitting with them for a week. So I already love them all because yeah. that's just as a writer, like I wrote it. It's, it's amazing. Right. And he's always really good at saying it actually isn't. Right. Um, and he's one of the few people I have ever trusted <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, because that, that's, it's hard to hear at the start when you're a young writer because 100%. you're yeah you're you're an asshole you're a you're you're fighting for your work you're supposed to yeah and then absolutely. you find someone that trusts you enough to say we can do this better mm-hmm. so he's really good at that as like a song editor but once we're done with the words and the the song itself um he's so keen on rhythm and making sure that the thing is just what we call in the cut in the pocket mm. uh it just moves without even having to think about it right. like even half of those tracks were cut without a click which right. I, you know, is more difficult because when you're going to do an overdub, you know, it's like, there is no hundred percent. I got to, yeah. can I punch in there? Like, well, it's like, you're going to do the whole take yeah, yeah <laughs> cause it's a click. Sure. It was no click. Right. The drums are the click. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, he's just, uh, and then he and I will, it's almost like we're playing tennis going back and forth. Like, mm. here's an idea. What if you tried this? What if you tried this? And we just like, ooh, ooh, now you're making me think like this. And so we're, the, the ball just keeps being sent back over harder and faster. Yeah. And it's just it's just great. Yeah, that that dynamic was was really, really awesome. Um when when I was when I when I first when I first went to Nashville and first started interning at County Q and everything, um being able to uh, sit in on those those early sessions, the naked poetry sessions, um was such a valuable experience. You know what I mean? Oh man, that, that's, I'm so glad to hear that. Oh yeah. Because like it was, um, and I remember you said one time, like, cause I was sitting there and like feeling kind of like, I don't know, blown away by Nashville in a way, like in not necessarily a good way. Um, and you know, kind of sitting in, in these songwriter demos from day to day and like, you know, listening to, uh, uh, you know, session players not really give a shit about the music that the songwriter <laughs> brought. And, <laughs> we could have a whole separate episode about that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, and, and just feeling kind of like, you know, confused, I guess a little bit, you know, it was, um, really amazing to be able to, to stay into the after hours and, and hang out with you guys, you know what I mean? And watch, that dynamic and that process come to life in a way that like (laughs) I wanted in the way I visualized, you know, you know, growing up and then even having the idea of getting into, you know, music production and everything, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's, that's the, that's the, the vision that I had in my mind. And, uh, I remember when you guys first started, I was, I was kind of like, just like, Hey, like, you know, getting you guys coffee and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, um, that whole thing. And, (laughs) and you're like in, you guys kind of were like inviting me to stay and hang out, you know, and all that. And I was like, okay, cool. And you're like, you've probably never seen a record made like this before, you know? And, um, because, you know, I was used to sitting in there and like watching these guys hit like two, three, uh, at crazy times, four songs an hour. You know what I Nashville, mean? Nashville, like, it can be very out. business as usual. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which turned me off from music for quite a while actually, but like, which is a different story. Um, but, which is so sad. I hate hearing that because yeah. it's, yeah, uh, it's, I know it's exactly wild. how you feel. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, so, you know, being like, yeah, chilling with you guys and like spending a night just, you know, tweaking and, 
you know, um, miking drums for, you know, for just trying different things and not worrying about like the clock and just trying yeah. and never making sacrifices and always doing the most creative and best thing you possibly can do, you know, really just reaffirm that like, you know, like the music industry isn't completely soulless and fucking dead. <laughs> you know? Oh good. I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> you know? Cause it isn't, I mean, it's supposed yeah. to be fun. Like yeah. that's the, that's usually my barometer for things. Am I having fun? Like right. first and foremost, yeah. uh, you know, as soon as when I pick, put a guitar around me and it starts to feel like work, I know right. it, this can't go on like this. Whatever is happening is not correct because right. it's supposed to be like it feels like when I was a kid in my bedroom and every time I put it on after school, that feeling that mm-hmm. like electricity should yeah. happen every single time, no matter how old you become. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like what you're talking about in Nashville, the studios, the session starts at 10 and it goes to one, you take lunch and mm-hmm. then from two to like six and then you're done and that's yep. it. Um, and I'm not sure that creativity can necessarily be regimented or scheduled like that. No. Um, I know that you can train yourself and you can be like, you can be like, okay, it's time to be fertile. But you know, sometimes it's like Ace and I wouldn't get started. I mean, we'd be working from like eight o'clock on, but we wouldn't really find where we were heading until like midnight, (laughs) you know? And, and we're spending two, three, four or five days on one song. Mm -hmm. Um, which yeah. is again, I, I think is definitely an archaic, you know, 1960s, 70s, 80s right. way of making a record, but still, yeah. um, I, I found it to be way more rewarding. And we Absolutely. even recut songs like three or four times because the tempo was like one off. Yeah, and he's like, Well, there's technology to speed up. I was like, Come on, let's just do it again. But yeah, we, we can do that, like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm finishing up. Um, I'm finishing up with a friend of mine. His debut full length album. Oh, cool! And this is the entire process that we took to it. You know what I mean? We didn't have time to um, to work every single day, so we've spent more than a year on this thing at this point. You know, because um, we have you know the, the the few hours a week or like the one evening slash day a week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That we were able to get together and just do what we can. So it's been it's been a long uh, run, but. That is the entire, you know, uh, the process that we took, you know, it's like never making sacrifices, you know, experimenting, trying new things and just trying to get the best sound we possibly can. And it's so worth it. I mean, it's, it's so much better than I could have imagined, you know, uh, at the end of the day, when the fader comes up and you hear it done, mastered or whatever, you're like, holy shit, this is exactly how I imagined it in my head. Yeah. Like I see a lot of um, people that are making records. I, I see it. I see it in their face. They settle because the money's run out or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just is, this is how it sounds. Yeah. And you didn't speak up enough or right. um, the, you know, the, the wrong people were, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's just, everyone's process is different. And that, that was mine, I guess is that it's how I can, cause some yeah. people, I've seen some people work, beautifully within the constraints of this is how we operate and this is how we work day to day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's just a matter of, I think, taste and perspective, but you and I are clearly on the same wavelength when it comes to record making. Yeah. And I, and I think when um, a lot of it, because, cause I know it was this way for you guys as well, but um, when we would, we would come in, it's like a lot of the ideas were being generated almost in the moment. Like, yeah. you know, we had like, you know, his demo of him playing guitar and singing, but um, that was it. And we're literally creating everything else like right here, right now. Trust, so it's trust like, your gut. Like exactly. it, it, it's your, your ear when you first hear something is pretty valuable. Yeah. You know, um, exactly. even if it's not like you don't get it on the first take, like be like this idea, chase this idea because like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's what my body told me to do. Yeah. You yeah. know, right before my brain got involved, mm-hmm. you can, you can try to be too smart on a track or on a solo or on a 100%. whatever. Definitely you're yeah, yeah you're like i don't want to hear you think right through your hands that's right. my main you know when mm-hmm. someone's coming into play or put a solo down or something like i can hear you thinking turn it right. off right turn feel it off it. like it, it doesn't need to be smart it needs yeah. to be great <laughs> and in the pocket <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good way of articulating that that's that's for sure i can hear you thinking that's a good way to <laughs> that's a good way to put it i like that like when well, you know exactly what that sound i'm talking about yeah it's just yeah like, totally it sounds clunky, 
it sounds like you're trying to fit too much into this one phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just, yeah, it's not, the feel isn't there. Right. I, right. I, I like, listen, I'm not going to deny you're not an amazing player. <laughs> like, you're right. super smart. Great. That's not now the point. Let's, <laughs> let's, yeah. Now let's, let's get make back a to our feeling. People, people want to listen to. Right. Be, let's be listenable. Yeah. And and you guys, um, as a, as a tandem have produced other artists as well, right? You mm-hmm. and Ace. And so I imagine that that's, is that pretty much the philosophy you guys take in general? Is it, is it case by case? Yeah. I imagine it's probably case by case yeah, sometimes, like, but, um, again, if people are willing to kind of stay up yeah. and work in those hours and kind of just chase the carrot that's being in front of you. Yeah. Um, uh, also I love, watching other artists work being an artist myself mm-hmm. i love watching someone come in and do something in a way i never could have imagined yeah and be like wow they just got to the place that i wanted them to get to but they did it in a in a way that was foreign yeah. to me yeah like watching that process happen with someone else um watching their their neurons fire and just say yeah. it's just amazing it's and it changes thing. like every time i find i know that i'm different it's like when you walk out of a movie theater and you like you take on the the persona of the main character for yeah. a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> like, sure. You're like, oh yeah, now I'm James Bond yeah. or whatever. Um, well, yeah, it's even like just that. like yeah, for sure. You, you just start to be like, I'm gonna try that, you know? Or they're making mm-hmm. me think in a new way. It's just collaboration exactly. is so. Um, it's just so rewarding when you find someone that you like. Yeah. But there's just mutual respect, mm-hmm. and and you're not. No one's trying to command the session. We're mm-hmm. just letting it ride. There's no, no one's really in charge here. There's yeah. none of that. There's no bravado or that. It's just like, let's, we were all here for the same reason, right? To make a badass song. Right. right. So let's do that. Let's get there. You know? Which, yeah. Which is an important <laughs> feeling to have, you know, in there because it can be so intimidating and so kind of scary sometimes for people when they're in there. Um, you know, that you it's see a like, board and you see the red light, man. You're like, ah, like, you're like, like oh, I got to perform. I got to, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I got to do this. And, you know, it's, it's like so over, so overthought. And, um, and, you know, it's, so it's under, it's understandable. So, yeah, kind of generating that feeling. And it's funny, I've never really been able to get on that level on a personal level until like I separated myself from all of that for a while. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When like, you know, when I was able to like come back and do things like my way and I didn't feel like, you know, um, I was trying to be something else that I was just being myself again. You know what I mean? Which was, which was a long process for me, you know? Yes. Um, but when I was actually able to come back and, and do things and work with people and play music again with my heart again, you know, and because I went through a really, really like Nashville was such a really strange time for me in my life. Like, um, it was at times some of the darkest times in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so which like, I hate hearing that cause it, it is a beautiful city, but I know yeah. why yeah. that can happen. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. So, you know, I guess it's just, you know, stifled with, with, um, with fear and feelings of, you know, n- incompetency and, and all that, you know, that literally I just started living out all of the negative feelings that I was having. So yeah, it took a while, you know, but, um, but no, again, getting back into that space is, it's, you know, I, I realized how reading, much I learned from all that, you know. I was just reading, I think it was, uh, I might get this wrong. It was T.S. Eliot. And it was like, real discovery happens when you come back to the place where you started and you see it again for the first time. Right. And so sometimes I think like what, what you're saying is to get away from it, like, just put it down mm-hmm. you know like we've lost what made it feel so good so go find something else that gets that feel and then when you come yeah. back yeah like that's the cool thing about music it's always waiting for us mm-hmm. i mean yeah. it's always there um it's it's consistent yet it's always changing it's a really weird phenomenon that we're lucky to have as humans <laughs> no yeah absolutely uh, and we are we definitely like the rules, are lucky the rules are consistent Mm-hmm. but the like there's an infinite amount of things you can do with right them. right yeah i think that's a it's a super you know warming thought and it's definitely one that i've had you know many times when i'm you know going through shit or whatever it's like the the like 
my favorite songs or like, you know, like, you know, my, my bass or something is literally just sitting there. And when I'm ready to receive it, like it's a, it's a, it's a gift. Like you say that we're lucky to receive as humans. And, uh, and then just being lucky enough to actually be somebody who can understand and play and, and live inside of the music and everything, you know what I mean? It's such like a, such a, a wonderful gift. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That, uh, yeah. And, um, getting back to kind of, you know, you know, your work and everything, how do you, how do you approach it? Is it, I've, I've learned from most people, it's, you know, it's not necessarily always one thing, but like, where do you, do you have a place where you start as far as like your writing process goes or your creation process, or is it just kind of a, you know, a a fleeting thing here and there? How does that work for you? Yeah. For me, it, it comes in like waves. Um, yeah. For like, I, I'll be blocked up, and someone told me that writer's block happens because of two reasons: you have nothing to say, which is never the case for me, mm-hmm. um, or you have something that you need to say but you're too afraid to do so. Mm. And once you write the song that you're too afraid to write, everything else starts coming. When you like, it, it's just like wow. corked up. You know, it's it's you've, you've, it's just this cork that stays inside you. Yeah. And once it's once That's you pop beautiful, it, man, man. Uh, it just starts flowing for a while. Yeah. Um, I also think my, like the best advice I ever give a writer is just go out and like live, man. Mm-hmm. Can can you cuss on this show? Oh yeah, all you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you just you, you kind of have to just go. You know, you have to go fuck up, like, yeah. and be a human, and go have fun, and go be in relationships, and 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 learn how to love and learn how to lose. And Mm. it's just, it's really important that you don't take it all. So like, I got to be writing these amazing songs right now. That's not how you write amazing songs. An amazing song comes from when you're at your most open. Yeah. And you're like, this is the only thing I can do Mm -hmm. is, is this, that's the only way I'm going to feel any better. Um, It's our job to just find the truth and make it beautiful. That's it. If you're doing that, I have a feeling you're going to be on the right track. Right. And, you know, it's just like, I'm 27 now. I just turned 27. And I feel like I'm really just getting started uh, living, like Mm -hmm. like taking in a day and saying, you know, what's, what's, what are we doing today? What are we, what are we falling into? You know, like just, just the things that make life sweet. I don't know. No, you're absolutely right, man. And, you know, it's, um, and it's great when you actually have the ability to do so, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you've set your life up and I think this is an important thing for a lot of, um, for a lot of up and coming artists and things out there is that you've set your life up in a way that allows you to experience a life the, the way that you want to experience it. Not saying that it's easy or anything like that, but you're living, you know, in a place that allows you to, uh, do the things you want to do you know, and you've devoted your life to making that possible, you know, and doing what you have to do to, to get there. You know what I mean? And I think that's, that's not a, that's, it's not something that should be understated because having that ability is a wonderful thing, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, you, yeah. Early on, you, you have to make a choice. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, sometimes because of the way things are posted or the way people see it, like it's that great thing. Like if you start to have success, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, it happened overnight. That's amazing. No, it didn't. Right. It's never that's never the case for anyone that's crazy. Yeah. That, that really is of substance. They've been yeah. doing it for 10, 15 years. 100%. You just that's the first time you've heard of them. Right. Um, but the, the there's a, some people think like, oh, yeah, like you, you're so lucky you do what you love absolutely 100 percent true but mm-hmm. it wasn't and it's like i'm done it's like but it's not some cakewalk right like every day is tough mm-hmm. um and i don't mean because like you have to make yourself get up and work that's not what i mean i mean like if you're working and you're doing the things and you have your 10 different streams of income and all these different yeah. the, the things going on yeah um it's really hard because there are certain points where you're supposed to turn off the QuickBooks and the website and the social medias. And now you've got to be creative, you know, right. or now you've got to play and you got to play like you never played before right. because this is the biggest show of your life. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I know it was a really shitty day up until this point, And you've been traveling for 22 hours to get here, but right. these next two are very important, you right. know, um, or yeah. like this opportunity to write this song with this person is super important. Mm-hmm. You know, you need good ideas. Like it's yeah. just uh, like, again, I'm no martyr. Like I, 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 the reason I could say this is I wouldn't and couldn't do anything else. It is what it is for me. I mm-hmm. knew that like, but as soon as I was 13 and I picked up a guitar, I was like, boom, right. found my thing. This is right. it. This is it. Yeah. And that's sometimes a gift or a curse. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, I just mean like knowing that early on, I guess is the, maybe the curse. Cause I'm just sitting waiting yeah. like, to get started. Um, well, and that, that's really hard to do. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's, it's on a level of just a la- getting out of your own way and being courageous enough to actually do that. Being, Everyone's being... going to tell you, no, everyone's going to say it's impossible. Right. They're right. going to say, you know, what's your other, what's your backup plan? Right. Like, no, I mean, you jump out of the plane with no shoot. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. This you is what it. You gotta you're you're going to fly. Like, yeah. it's, it, like yeah. it, it may, it's scary at first. You're in free fall, but if you're meant yeah. to do this, you will fly. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's, you have to. Yeah. It's like, what, what are you willing to do? You know, what are you willing to do at that point? Like you said, you have your 10 different streams of income, you know, and, mm-hmm. you, and, you, and you're doing your, your accounting for the day and everything, you know, and it's been all goddamn day and you're super tired, but it's like, now I have to go play a show. It's like, that's a lot of work, man. And that's a lot of dedication. And that's, you know, um, that's having a, a vision that you're willing to fight for and work for, you know, and that's something that people don't talk about enough because it's very, very easy for somebody to, to, to say, Oh, well, you know, like, you know, um, you just wake up at noon and, yeah, and go yeah. get drunk before your show. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like that happens uh, every, like that happens like once a month. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, man. But, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, um, like, you know, people see, certain gigs and like that's amazing but you know like i'm not going to post the ones where i'm playing corporately at a hotel right. for this group of people that are in town that just mm-hmm. want to see what's it like for a nashville artist you know but that's a job it still mm-hmm. feels great it doesn't feel like work to me yeah but like that's just another thing that's maybe not necessarily as romantic as yeah we just got back from wisconsin last night and killed it it was awesome you know yeah, yeah. for sure uh, yeah. Or like, yeah, I played acoustic guitar on this one session, and honestly, I didn't really love the song, but the artist hired me, and it was great. I was glad to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a one take thing, in and out. Like that yeah. happens all the time, yeah. and it's again, that's a part of really enjoying that. No matter what the music you're, you're working on, it is music. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, watching other people create and being a but, like, yeah, you have to put yourself um, in places where you're going to get these opportunities, right? You know. I would tell you this, like the best advice I've ever gotten is that like when it comes to the playing itself, it's so much more about the hang than Mm. it is about the playing. Yeah. Because like you're on stage for two hours, you're with them for 22 others where there's no (laughs) stage and there's no, there's no vibing with the, with the backbeat. Like you have to get along. Right. And not want to kill each other. Which is impossible uh, with bands sometimes, man. It's literally yeah, impossible. I mean, it's a dynamic. It's just when you find it, like hold on to it as long right. as possible. Yeah. That's that's the one thing, you know, that that breaks up so many bands is even if there's a lot of chemistry there, it's like if you can't get along with each other and you bring out the worst in each other, which is simultaneously sometimes when you bring out the best in each other as well, you know, um, bringing out the fire, it's like that can crush everything, you know. Yeah, it, it, it might work a little for a little while. Yeah. But there's no long term, there's no longevity in in something that's that volatile. Right. Right. Um, and again, I know it's it's always like when you watch the rock and roll movies, it seems super fun and like, yeah. wow, this is badass. These guys were crazy. Yeah. Like they were, and they weren't necessarily always like happy. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. man. It's like it's no uh it's it's no surprise that there's so many artists and everything out there that are like like drunks and ter- terrible drug addicts and everything because they got to medicate with all the bullshit you know <laughs> and uh and so you know the lifestyle i guess just kind of falls in line with uh you know the the, the worst aspects of yourself at times you know what i mean where you have yeah. access to you know i've been things, very lucky but, to have um 
from the very beginning, just like parents yeah. that were like, you have to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Go all in, you yeah. know? Um, I, I think if you're, if you're defying people that you love, that makes it hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean that like on, on, on your brain, um, 100%. and, 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 and when it comes to like substance abuse or things that, you know, fill a hole, like yeah. I've never necessarily had that when it came to, um, to my support system in this life, Yeah, which has always made it just easier. I don't know. Like, it's, like I said, it's never felt like work because everyone always says, keep going. Like, yes, you're on the right path. Yeah. Um, I That's never feel amazing. like I'm, I'm fighting it mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm just so lucky to have, um, just people around me that, that, that want to see it work too, you know? Yeah. And I'm not sure necessarily that every artist gets that. And sometimes that can, no, that can yield so. some great songs and that can yield some really interesting perspective on life, mm-hmm. but it's really, it's much harder. Um, you're playing against a stacked deck. Oh, for sure. No. Yeah. It's, it's amazing that you have such a, a, a good, strong support system, you know? And um, yeah, that's a, that's a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. And, and definitely something to be thankful for, for sure. And I know that you are, and um, and kind of kind of pigeon or, or kind of uh, t- leaning into that a little bit. You grew up in uh, like somewhere around Lexington, Kentucky, right? Is it somewhere yeah, just there? south of it, about an hour south in Lebanon, yeah. Kentucky. Lebanon, yeah, yeah, <laughs> one what, of what, the fifty Lebanons in this country, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, kind of uh, what was what was your like upbringing like? What kind of what kind of um. What, where, where do you come from? You know what I mean? Like, what was your childhood yeah. like? Well, I came from a, a huge family. My mom had, uh, there were seven of them and it's as siblings. Hmm. So she had a lot of brothers and sisters, which yielded a lot of cousins for me. And yeah. we all lived very, very close. Okay. Um, so the family functions and gatherings, which happened way more often than just Easter and Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff, mm-hmm. were just huge and full of, of, um, honestly like uh lots of athletics at the beginning i'm like the only Mm. musician in this family really which is weird to me that is weird um i don't think i'm gonna be the last (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, but i i am the first no one played much of it like my mom played a little cornet in high school but that's Mm. about it yeah um no one really sang no one wrote it was really i don't know where it came from interesting but um I, I just, I knew, I remember when it came to like athletics, which is always what, you know, how small towns are with the school's basketball team or the football oh, yeah. team. It's a big deal. Like everyone goes and loves For it. Sure. Yeah. But I knew, I knew that wasn't me. I didn't feel very, uh, I just knew that wasn't me. <laughs> and, yeah. and I felt like kind of lost until I found the guitar and had my thing. Cause I didn't really want to do academics either. It's like academics or sports. Yeah. And I was just floating. And then I found the guitar and, and, um, everything made sense. You know, and I was mm-hmm. like locked away with it. Like it was hours yeah. and hours and hours a day, like homework took a backseat, um, going to functions with other students took a backseat. It was like in the bedroom trying to play Stevie Ray Vaughan licks and yeah. Hendrix licks and BB King licks. Yeah. Um, it was just so, and I loved every second of it. Like I, I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to, and I had no plan. No one, no, there was no uncle to say, all right. Yeah. Maybe come sit in with the band. Like, no, I built right. a band and it ended right. up being like two older black guys that were my rhythm section who taught me, Oh man, I can't even tell you the amount of wisdom I learned from them. Nice. Like when I was 15, like mom and dad are helping me get into the bars just to play them. Wow, uh, cool. I'm a 15 year old with the two, with the, with the rhythm section. Sweet. And we, and we played all over and it just kept kind of growing and growing and growing until I started to be like, maybe I want to write. Um, but yeah, the growing up, it just felt really normal. It was like right before, like like when I was like a teenager, that we had IMing, mm. uh, <laughs> yeah. but that, like that was still so fresh. I didn't get a phone till I was in high school, and it was like a clamshell flip phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember, and it's, I don't know if this is much of a unique perspective. It just always sticks with me. So like Nashville is on Central Time Zone, mm-hmm. but it's like right on the line of Central Time Zone. Yeah, right. And Lebanon, Kentucky was right on the line of Eastern time. So they're like practically just South of each other, mm-hmm. but there's another hour. It felt like 
of daylight in Lebanon and like the days in the summer, I just remember they felt like they lasted an eternity. Yeah. Like the sun wouldn't set till it was like 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, there was something about that. I don't know why I think about that all the time. It maybe mm. now because it's like it, we're in October, sun's mm-hmm. going down at six 30 yeah. here in Nashville. And I'm like, Ooh, we hadn't even made the, the, the time change yet. And it's like, yeah. Oh gosh, here we go. Did it get um, dark early there i remember i remember that too because i came from a town that was not that close to the border not that close to the western border of the time mm-hmm. zone but but pretty close you know and it usually you know summer times would it would be like 9 30 you know stuff like yeah. that before the sun went down and and then you know winter hits in nashville and it's like 4 15 and it's getting dark and you're like what the hell is going on <laughs> like it's so it's weird. it's really it was that was jarring to me yeah, um, yeah. And I, I don't know why I thought about that or if it's even, you might even edit this out, but it's just, there's something about when I think about places when I'm writing a song of like peace, mm-hmm. it's like places where the sun goes down late. I don't know. Yeah. It's just really strange. But yeah, when you talk about growing up, bring that into when you're kids and just, it's always daylight and you're just like, yeah. you're out playing, just living. I don't know. I mean, right. It set, it set me up for a life of, I know what I want. If I do have kids, I know what I want them to have. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You've, um, you've always, you've always, cause I'm, cause I'm older than you are, but I've always, but I always felt like you were still kind of a mentor to me in a weird way. You know what I mean? <laughs> which is which so is, funny which because is a I always strange thought thing. you and I were both interns there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, like you this like ridiculous guitar player and like this wonderful songwriter and everything, you know, and I'm just like, so it was just kind of like, um, uh, I just, you know, looked up to you in a big way, you know? Oh, man, um, thank you. Yeah, but a lot of it, too, is not just because of your abilities and all that, too, but you've always um, seemed to be very wise beyond your years, you know what I mean? And and I think that that comes out in your music, and... um, but but no, like I've I've you know even despite me being older than you, I've I felt like I've learned a bunch from you. You know what I mean? Oh man, so it's I'm pretty sure that that's like the calling. Like whether you yeah. want to be an artist or not, it's just like are we helping each other? Right. And even if it's not like an overt like here's how I'm doing this, mm-hmm. you know, it's more of a just yeah like even if like exciting passion in people. Mm-hmm. Like I I I love seeing. I love when people can do that to me um, yeah. or if I can do it to other people, I'm just like, God, this, I'm excited. This verse has got me like, like yeah. Jack to like, I got to get home and work on my thing. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm so, or, 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 you know, you learn something or watch someone do something that blows your mind. Yeah. You know, it's like seeing a great show. Like oh, you yeah. go back, you go back home and you're just like, like it's different being an artist and watching another artist put on a great show. Cause mm-hmm. you're like, Oh man, I got to get back my hands on my, you know, on yeah. my instrument. And, um, I imagine someone who's not an artist seeing a great show is just, just buzzing, just humming Oh yeah. afterwards. Just like, cause like my mind's working the whole time I'm watching someone play. I'm thinking about their gear. I'm thinking 100%. about their engineer. I'm thinking about their mix. I'm thinking, oh, there's so many things that are going on as well as I'm enjoying the show and listening to the songs, but I'm mm-hmm. just thinking about their perspective. Cause we've seen that side, you and right. I. Yeah. Um, but I, like you know, I, I, just what, be, being uh, yeah being inspired is is I think or inspiring people or being inspired is generally the the crux right. for me. Yeah, and and it's it's so interesting because and that's a real testament to like if you go to see an artist and you're blown away by them, how good that really is because like you've you've already gone through like the critiquing and you're already like you know i don't want to say judging but you're no 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 i mean like you're the, taking the highest, everything the, in the nashville compliment at a show is this when someone's right. at a show like this yeah and they're like Analyzing. they're not really clapping they're just watching yeah. and like at first i used to be like well they're not having a good time no like they're literally like in the zone yeah what's going on what's happening yeah. what am i seeing you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah. um it's kind of like the uh it's it's i call it the nashville compliment yeah. Uh, and like the, the only like the other one is just the stank face when you make yeah. a bunch of musicians be like oh oh yeah <laughs> i love that yeah we were yeah, like that sure. was uh I lo- anytime you can get you can get people to do that is like the greatest feeling and like you just get the whole room just doing like oh 
Yeah. <laughs> Having a visceral <laughs> reaction. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, like their bodies can't be controlled. Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. beat is so in the pocket and like the, yeah. the mood, like however they're feeling is just so yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's the, that's a really high compliment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. What are, what are you up to? What are you up to nowadays? And like, what are like, what are your plans? I know that you're saying you've been doing some remote recording and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, are you are you able to get back in the studio a bit more now? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah. So as this summer comes to a close, the touring will. Um, I don't. I'm not going to use the word. Hopefully, the touring is going to slow down a little, mm-hmm. which I think is natural and good because mm-hmm. it allows us to you know into that writing hibernation right. <laughs> and like because like i i don't want to just keep doing the same shows over and over and over in the same song like add to it you know mm-hmm. detract from it to change what and 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 so a new record must be a part of that yeah equation um and this this new this next record um it's the bones are already are pretty there. I've, I've written most of it at this point mm-hmm. and the approach I'm taking to it is again, the same thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not abandoning secondary colors, but I'm, I'm saying let's try something else mm-hmm. with what we know. Um, and I'm taking in a little more of what's going on with music today mm-hmm. so that it can possibly live in because like I've always enjoyed the idea that my songs feel a little timeless because of, and it's because of the chord, Pro, like progressions i'm using things from motown and things from right uh you know like things that are essentially timeless just stealing from the greats yeah, yeah. <laughs> stealing like an artist um but taking and i mean specifically rhythmic things um what i would call making beats in the box mm. and playing to them in a way that would be like playing to and like the beat itself is not to a grid it's mm-hmm. an actual thing, but it's just sounds that are triggered. Right. You know, I've, I've never done records have been made like that since the you know early nineties, right. but I've never done it. I've always like bring the band into the room and cut the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way music's sounding right now, there's other opportunities to make things hit a little harder or mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just use, don't be afraid. Like this is interesting. So, you know, you have all these people that are like so into vintage gear. I am yeah. too. I love it. Mm-hmm. But like, imagine in the eighties, like all the sounds that came out of those records where everything was brand new, all these synths, all this crazy shit, all these guitar sounds, it was all brand new. No one was shitting on it. (laughs) I don't know why now in like 2021, a Kemper comes out and everyone's like, no, that's (laughs) cheating. That's that's like, no, wait, what? It sounds amazing. Yeah. We're just (laughs) getting, why wouldn't it be getting better? Like, like, why aren't we utilizing these things that are being invented? Like you can make a full album in your bedroom. Mm -hmm. Like it's more about what your hands can do, not what the the equipment can do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like taking that perspective and saying, okay, let's utilize these things that all like, I don't want to say like the hit songs are using, but like just pop music in general. Mm-hmm. And say, how can that fit into what I do, right. which is funk, soul, R and B, a retro pop is what I've always kind of described myself as. Mm. Yeah, that's a good uh, description. But, for but sure. using using these modern sounds, so we're just trying it. Um, yeah, it's nice. just it's like literally working through the arrangements. I am I'm I'm ablaze by it. I love it. It's like every nice. time we're working on it, I'm just like, oh my, like I feel like like reborn because of the process it's blowing mm-hmm. my mind yeah. like i'm not having a drummer sit down and play the beat instead we're making it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and it just yeah. feels backwards yeah um but you know it's like digital has come so far you know even if you're using like old analog drum machines and stuff like that you know what i mean but, There's, but yeah th- those are digital drum machines that we're just plugging into analog systems right right, right. like yeah that, um, that that phrase the analog digital um mm-hmm. conundrum it's silly. It's yeah. just silly because like a Stratocaster was probably the acoustic players back then were like, that's not real. <laughs> no, you're, <laughs> you're not a real correct. one like me. Yeah. Like how, like how, come on, yeah. how, how long are we going to let this happen? You were like, cause I've seen people make records where they're locked into using vintage gear and it has to be at Blackbird or it has to be at, you know, ocean way. Otherwise it's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, 
those are amazing studios. Like I, yeah. if you can have the budget and you can figure out a way to do it, God love you. That's amazing. Oh yeah. Um, but even then you're looking at the clock because it is expensive. Mm-hmm. And so you're not necessarily allowed more takes or more time to deliberate. Like it's, you're, you're, it's just, yeah. you're moving and your record's yeah. going to sound the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at a point right now where I want to kind of, I want to sit and just tinker inside these songs. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And you can, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it, I do can, it in this room right here that I'm right. sitting in. Exactly. Like this is, this, this room is, is very much a part of this next album. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Cuz yeah, it can be done. And and like you said, it's more about what it's more about what your hands are doing, like your vision and what are you what are you taking out of the sounds? It's like, you know, a guitar can be an inanimate object or it can be something that you tell a beautiful story with. And it's the same way with, you know, um, using something in the box. It's like how are you going to express your story with that stuff? And it's just it might come out the sound might be slightly different, but it's still a beautiful story. So, you know, yeah, it's amazing, man. And I think it's cool. It'll be interesting to, to hear that, hear that evolve to sound a little bit coming from you. Um, and it's still me and Ace. So like, yeah. that's, that's where I hang my hat and far as, as far as the trust of, I yeah. know I'm gonna, we're gonna get there. Yeah. Um, you know, but there's no, there's, I don't feel pressured or rushed. Nice. Um, I mean, like we put out secondary colors in the middle of the pandemic and that's yeah. what we've been kind of touring. Yeah. Um, and it's felt good. It's felt, it's felt natural. You know, this, yeah. it doesn't feel, um, tired or, I mean, in fact, when you start to tour songs, you start to realize there are new ways to play them or like, maybe this was a better arrangement, you know, like, mm, you, and yeah. I'm not afraid to change it on the road from what the record did. That's amazing. And I, I, and I'm sure the people listening to, I mean, I, I love going to a show or going to a concert and it's not like the record. I love it. You know what I mean? It's like something I've been listening to nonstop for the last, I don't know, a few months or so probably. I've been listening to nothing but fish. Live fish. <laughs> so, yeah, you know there's, the, there's the, yeah. The, uh, the nucleus of doing exactly that. Exactly. Yeah. Every single song, it's different every single song, every every single time in a dramatic way sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's obviously, I mean, they're tip top, some of the best musicians to ever live, you know what I mean? But so they can get away with it pretty easily. But uh that's not to say it's easy for them in the beginning. Well least, I like but... the feeling of a tightrope. Like like mm-hmm. we, we start a song and like there's always it could you could fall or this thing could be derailed. And when it yeah. doesn't and you're it's the best feeling ever. Right. You know, like right. when you, when it's like we we're all just balancing following this line and it's like, oh God, oh Hanging God. on the edge there. Catch it. And it's like yes, boom. Yeah. Yeah, it's, there it's, we go. It's an amazing feeling. Um, yeah, just just uh, feeling feeling the other musicians in the room and and connecting like on a on that level is just something that can't be uh, expressed in words. You know what I mean? It's just it's such a it's such an insane feeling, and uh, and and truly just one of the most amazing things uh, a human being could ever experience. You know, and the audience can see it when it's happening. Oh, you especially can when it's yeah, fresh absolutely. to the players, mm-hmm. and they're all we're all looking at each other like, "Oh, yeah. super and excited!" Like, <laughs> I think we just saw something special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing, right? I mean, God, I went to I I went to my first show, like my first um, like bigger concert show, like uh, like last month, and I was literally brought to tears, man. You know what I mean? Just because, like, you know, um, and I haven't I haven't played live any live music for over two years. And uh, just because like, you know, um, I'm just all behind the scenes doing just working, yeah. and, you know, just doing my thing. And, and so there's a part um, of your identity that, that gets wrapped up into playing live, you know, to yeah. have it lost is it's, it's not hard. easy. Yeah. So I've been really, you know, and then I was like, all right, I need to start playing. So I started playing with musicians again and everything. And then bam, COVID came. It's like, Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> give me a break. So now that everything's coming back, like, I'm really excited to actually start getting out and playing again and, and all that. Because, like, I've never stopped writing music or creating music with other people, but um, but it's different. Like, you can sit in a room and you can have that feeling with with another person or uh, another group of people. Uh, and it's still, you know, a- absolutely amazing and one of the most wonderful things ever. But when you get to share that with people... You know, it's just like it's 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 out of this world. So it's like you know, going to this this concert last month and feeling that energy again. Yeah, and it just it was just like God. 
Like this is this is literally a gift from God. You know what I mean? That is exactly what this is. You know, so it's uh, which it is. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, cool, man. I won't. Uh, I know it's getting late there, so I won't take up much more of your time. But um, you know, thanks, thanks so much for for carving this out and getting this uh, getting this recorded. I'm I'm so glad we did it. It's been so good to catch up with you a little bit. Dude, it's been, me too. It's, it's been, been a, a long pleasure, time. Man. <laughs> I know. We need to get out to Vegas and see you. For sure, man. I need to get back to Nashville too. Like uh, I'm, I've been missing it. I've been missing it. So, well, I'm glad um, to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, it, uh, it, it, the Q <laughs> definitely misses you. And uh, yeah. you know, I, you know, when I hearing your story about how like the burnout is real. Like I'll tell you, it happens yeah. to us too. Mm-hmm. Where it's just there's so much that comes. Like it's it's you know you remove the veil a little, yeah. and you start to see how the sausage is made. Right. And it can be a little it can be a little disarming, but Mm -hmm. the thing that always ends up pulling me through that is the fact that it's still me Mm -hmm. and it's still my guitar. Yeah. And these are still my hands. Someone say, you know, the, the music is what pulls you, pulls you through. Right. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that before. (laughs) It's just saying I heard somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. That song, that song has taken on a completely separate life. post COVID. Uh, Yeah. But it's, it's true. I, I think it was a little writing a song like that was a little above me at uh, 21. Yeah. Um, and now I'm starting to actually believe it <laughs> because it, yeah, it, I've, it's, it's, I've, it's, uh, I've put the boots on the ground now with that theory and it's, it rings true every time. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Let, um, let, for, for all the listeners, let them know, let them know where they can find you, um, any potential dates, that type of stuff. Where where, where can yes. they reach out to you? Um, you can reach me on all the social media platforms. Uh, I try to post as much as possible and remain sane. So, you know, be, right. be fair with me. Uh, <laughs> right. Paul Childers Music is what you'll search for all of those. And you can find me on iTunes, Spotify, um, pretty much every streaming platform, YouTube, of course. I've just started doing kind of a guitar lessons program on that for all the licks on secondary colors. And uh, as far as shows upcoming, um, I'll be opening up for the gin blossoms soon here. It'll be October um, 22nd. We're going to be coming to Tulsa. We're going to be in, uh, we're going to whole run through Texas coming up next week, which will be like Woodway, Waco, Beaumont. Um, yeah, you're and huge then, in Beaumont. Like people love you in Beaumont, right? That's it's like a great, almost it's home a, base it's for you. It's an undiscovered music town, man. I yeah. love the, that entire community and the people there, and they they just uh, the amount of 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 love they give to what we do is is it's it's worth going back as often as we do. There's no question. Nice, nice. That's amazing. so. Yeah, it, it, we're gonna we're gonna finish out the fall strong and then uh, get into the teeth of this record. Nice, man. Nice. Um, well, yeah, I'll obviously have links to uh, to all that good stuff in the show notes. And um, yeah, man, thanks so much for coming on. I, I really, really appreciate it. I hope everybody loved it. I'm sure they will. It's a great conversation, and I'm glad we had it. So, My pleasure, brother. Thank you, man. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Will do. Give my best to your family, too. Will do. Will do. <laughs> all right. Peace. All right. See ya. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Love you very much for that. If you're still here, I appreciate all the support. I hope you enjoyed the the talk today. Uh, Paul is is a is just a fantastic uh, musician and songwriter, and uh, it was just great to have him on and shed a little bit of a wis- shed a little bit of wisdom from his perspective as a someone who I still feel is. Um, on on the ascent in their career and is bound to do absolutely amazing things. So it was good to get that perspective, you know, from the inside coming on up to the top. So, um, yeah, thanks again to Paul for coming on. Um, I really do appreciate it. Before I let you go, make sure to head over to simpleequationsmedia.com. Look for us on all the social medias, all the apps, uh, make sure to find Dreaming Enough Minor on all the social media platforms as well. Patreon.com slash Dreaming Enough Minor. And uh, yeah, that's about it, guys. Um, next week, super, super excited to bring you another amazing interview. Yeah, this is this thing is uh, it's starting to take off a little bit, so really super excited. Thank you all for, for being here, and um, that's it for this week. So love you guys. Thank you.